0: There's all kinds of crazy shit going on.
1: I don't know if you like a glass with your beer. Every time. But I do. Yeah. And then I got a sample pack. What are we sampling? So, let's pull out. We have our options. Honey blonde ale. Ooh. I've never had that. Sounds good. It's got a couple things I like. Blondes. I've never had that either. (laughs) Oh, the Zahn? The Zahn? Yeah. It's Belgium. I've had this. Oh, Everybody yeah, single, this, yeah, single, single yeah, they're let's, let's see if I can pull out the last one. Without... I know. you. So far, you're Oh! <laughs> the rye <laughs> IPA. I think I'll pass on that. I think I'll start with that. Okay. I don't hate I'm that. A, I'm a fan of the rye IPA.
0: I'll go with, I'm going to try the honey blonde. That oh, looks good. Yeah,
1: you would. <laughs> I don't know say? what I mean by that. You know what they say. I
0: don't know what they say. For those of you listening, Mark yeah. is married to a blonde. A blonde lady. Freaking bartender, right you there You did. That, look at that. That was beautiful. <coughs> yeah. I still have a lot of phone What are you going doing? Like Is it your first time? I remember That's my nice. first year. Hey. Hey. It's good to see you. It's great to see you too, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a wild week. And I'm looking forward to it. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Would it ta- I would take a drink, but the foam is still. Man, yeah, you, you killed that. Hey, that's freaking. That's delicious. You like your honey blonde? Yeah. We are it's having very sweet. Boulevard tasting room. Taking a little break from whiskey mm-hmm. for the night. Small break. Small break. I'm um, sampling some fine craft beer from <laughs> made by Boulevard.
0: the the locals. The favorites. Boulevard. They're the best. That's Their a tours. That's an IPA. Really, the beers that they've put out from the beginning. Have you ever to now. been
1: disappointed by one? I know we're calling out of uh, what would I like to <laughs> have a be a future sponsor, but um, seriously, have you ever been yeah, disappointed no, by a
0: I, not really. Some of the like um the uh like the bourbon barrel stuff, it was like a little over the top.
1: It's like a know? sipping beer. I love yeah, that stuff. Yeah. The rye on rye, the bourbon quad. mm -hmm. Oh, I loved it.
0: Yeah, it was just a little too strong for me. In terms of like... (laughs) Never
1: heard you say that.
0: (laughs) Like I was only having one, right? Like I wasn't going to have two. And I like beer. Also,
1: I've never heard you say that. (laughs)
0: Because it was so fucking strong, I needed something to tone it down a little bit. So I had to wash a little Boulevard Wheat behind it, which was a pretty good deal. They used to do... um, I was a bartender... We would do these things called, uh, um, you ever heard like a half and half? It's like a Guinness, right? And something yeah. else on top of it. And uh, and we would do these things called the Summer Storm, which was Boulevard Wheat on top of a Guinness. Oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Was it good? Oh, it was delicious.
1: You got to make that sometime. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That's a favorite. But, you know, I guess it didn't catch on like I thought it would, but they're freaking delicious. I'm willing to try yeah. it. So- Wow, we're back at it again. Uh, another crazy week of Cardinals deciding not to play. Oh
1: my word. Baseball. Oh man, I, mean, I, I got to find this again. We're
0: on We're on we're we're over a quarter of the way through the season. <laughs> and the Cardinals are just 5 games into this deal. And I don't know uh,
1: how to feel about it. I
0: don't know if they're going to I think they might they might just have to wrap it up. Okay. What, what's your opinion here?
1: Well, I want to I want to so I saw this article today. Um from your favorite commissioner. Oh Rob, Rob Manfred. Oh, God. Uh who basically said, Oh, let me see, let me Was it coherent? Um <laughs> I would say no. Okay. He's being I would consider to be unrealistically optimistic. Oh. One hundred percent, the commissioner said, mm-hmm. I absolutely see a path back for the Cardinals. That is dependent on getting enough days with no pauses. But yes, a hundred percent. I see a path back. And earlier in that article, by a path, he means like even being competitive. Okay. I don't see that.
0: The window is definitely shrinking.
1: Well, they they've already canceled this the, week's game. Double header on Thursday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like,
0: I just saw that on the way over here.
1: They have uh forty-five days series. to play fifty-five games.
0: Yeah. It's just the math with, is not is starting to not add up with, with travel with players that aren't
1: their their starters aren't there
0: yeah and with travel with travel your dog is like licking my nuts oh. bro <laughs> sorry might have to edit that out but he was just sniffing my crotch I was like hey buddy she so there you yeah, go okay blonde <laughs> you know but um no so uh yeah I mean it's just the math is starting to get a little hmm. Um, what would be uh, accurate description?
1: It's not adding improbable. Up. Yeah, improbable, right? So, here's I, the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've been reading a lot of articles on it lately because every time I, I'm refreshing my app to see if the Cardinals have no new positive tests. When are they going to play again? Mm-hmm. Do I get to see Cardinals baseball? Didn't get to see the Cubs. Didn't get to see uh, where were they? Supposed the Brewers. To be? The Brewers. Come on. When's it? Not going to see the
0: Pirates in the first series.
1: No. And now I'm not going to get to see a doubleheader on Thursday. Like, okay, what is actually, what are the options here? Because we're beyond um, just, okay, coming back and then playing baseball. We're beyond that. Mm -hmm. We have to consider viable options, Mm -hmm. all right? One of them is the Cardinals don't play a full 60, you know? And how do you manage that and still say they had a, without like a competitive advantage or disadvantage and making the playoffs, which I've kind of given up on the playoffs at this point. Mm-hmm. Even if they do come back after being 15 days without playing baseball, they're coming back without their starters um, not or, or at least full force mm-hmm. against teams that have been playing, I don't see it happening. But that was option one. Mm-hmm. Option two was like just cut them out for the season. Say so your season's over at this point. And then figure out what to do with the other teams that we're supposed to play. Like that gives the Brewers and the Cubs.
0: Time to reschedule their little...
1: Well, not only that, but like 10 fewer games Mm -hmm. each. Right. How does that play? You know, Royals would play four fewer games. Right. So I don't know how that would work. The third option, which I had not even considered or thought about, and I thought might be viable, bring up all your AAA guys. Yeah. And just play, like, you know what? Make it serviceable. Make a serviceable team that has not been affected by COVID Mm -hmm. and just play out the schedule. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to lose some games. They may win one or two, but at least you're not sacrificing the rest of the league at this point. Right. And that's the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. The Cardinals can't be sacrificed or they can't be affecting the league this much. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, it's, I can't believe it's gone on this long. That's what's kind of wild <clears throat> is that mm-hmm. I think a, a week ago we were like, hey, they had their first round of like neg- everybody tested yeah, negative, And then the next day, boom, somebody else. And then mm-hmm. it just compiles again. And it's like, oh, my gosh, we got to get through this.
1: And how it all started are all right right now still rumors. Mm-hmm. Like Adam Wainwright was being interviewed today, and he's like, all that stuff about the casino and stuff, like that's not true. I mm-hmm. don't know how that got out. And it may be true. It may be not true. Mm-hmm. The point is they didn't contain it. Right. You know? Or MLB didn't contain it at the right time.
0: Well, the rest of the league appears to be doing very well with it.
1: At least for now, yeah. Right.
0: Right. And so whatever whatever is there is unfortunate and it's getting it's not getting better. And that's part of the problem. The other thing is is okay, let's say they do figure it out. Like let's say we're being optimistic as possible based on Rob's uh, observation, hmm. um, but let's say so. Let's say that let's say there's ten games we got to make up, and they're going to do these double headers at seven innings, right? So there's seven. There's already more than ten, right? But okay. let's just say for round numbers, okay? Yeah, 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 So that's seventy innings. Well, everyone else had to play ninety innings, or or you or know, close I mean? to it, right? right or right, close right. to it, or maybe a little bit more. They had to win an extra inning. So you're basically now getting two games for free. Yeah, there's a I don't which I don't know if if that's like. Well it's Is all, that
1: fair well, it's all a winning percentage,
0: yeah, but a lot can happen in those last two innings definitely in a game where it changes your record
1: well I mean we're already affected by I agree I'm not yeah. disagreeing we're already affected by that anyway because of the like they're not actually playing extra innings like they would in a regular season sure you're playing with a guy on second already
0: yeah but but if in the double header format they only play seven innings yeah, right no. mm-hmm. and so that's where you're you're losing that. You know, does that make sense? Yeah. So guys aren't getting as many reps. Pitchers' arms aren't, you know, you're not really digging that deep into the bullpen. No. You know, not like you would, not like the rest of the league is doing. On
1: the other side of that. The having, rest of the league then, is playing nine innings
0: every game, though.
1: On the other side of that, having two, in, uh, two full weeks without being able to even work out, mm-hmm. they're going to get hurt. Our pitchers are going to come in. It's going to be ugly, and their shoulders are going to get hurt. <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. It's going to be—it's going to be brutal to watch. Like I said, like there's a one in a million shot that the Cardinals make the playoffs.
0: Well, that's what's even more wild when you think about it is the Marlins. They 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 brought in <laughs> like guys off the street. They have one guy who was like a speed skater in the Olympics last year. Like, hey, we know you can skate fast. Can you? And play they're doing shortstop? well. Shortstop. I think what are they eight and one, seven and one, eight and one? They were seven and one. Uh, yeah. Since they're coming back, so yeah. I mean, maybe they're you, on a roll. Yeah, they're young. They're they look good.
1: But this was going to happen with the sixty game We've season. We've been hating these... on the
0: Marlins all year, but though. Th- this
1: this happens every year in like April. There's always one <laughs> team that comes out of the gate like, wow, where did this team come from? Mm-hmm. And then by July, you're like, well, now things have evened out. Yeah. But since this is a sixty game season, that's the kind of team that's going to benefit. mm Hmm. What, who was it a few years ago? Like Seattle. Didn't Seattle come out on a tear like two years ago? Sure. Practically unbeatable mm-hmm. until July, and then they didn't even make the playoffs. Yeah. Because it evened out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's such a long season, so that, that makes sense. But when you look at it, I mean, hell, the Royals are kind of right back in it. They were four in a row. They You know, they squeezed off four in a row. They're seven and ten right now. They're kind of. That's a shot. They're not out of it.
1: They're not out of it. Yeah, and they took him from the Twins, so those are four games. That's a big deal. Big deal. That's a big deal, and one from the Cubs, which I would say thanks, but Cardinals aren't playing anyway, so it doesn't really matter at this point.
0: <laughs> we almost got shedded by the old Cubs, though, there for a little bit. <clears throat> I thought you, we were gonna go, but we don't get right. swept.
1: We don't get swept. Stallmont's looking sharp. Oh, my gosh. That kid's got, he's got some good stuff.
0: He reminds me of a little bit of a young Wade. The way he kinda I can carries see that. himself. I can you know? See that. He's just got that like coming here, gonna close things up, I'm gonna walk right out of here. He's just got that real like closer
1: Although he's so young, like Wade has that I just walked out of a jungle and I killed a tiger with my bare hands <laughs> kind of look.
0: But this kid kinda, he kinda has that too, with just not with the experience, but his stuff is filthy.
1: It is. Oh boy. It's got a nasty his breaking ball is a nasty oh,
0: break. It's <laughs> Hud said it the other night on the broadcast. He's like, turns you into little jelly legs. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Hud's got some of the craziest things in the world, just that he says, but uh but it makes sense because he just folds guys. Um it's he's good. And the rest, I mean, a lot of the young arms are looking great. Brady Singer's looking I mean, the future is bright for this kid.
1: The future's looking bright for the team mm-hmm.
0: so far. Oh yeah. And the the good thing is is getting Hunter back, I think, was now, now we're kind of at full strength. So let's see what this team looks like at full strength.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I get it. And as long as we can avoid this I'm, stupid bug, we're, a
1: we're bug. We're on a roll. You know, I'm what I mean? about as jealous as it gets right now. All I want to do is watch my team. Fans are no fans in the stands. I just want to watch my damn team.
0: <laughs> I just want to watch them test negative. That's what I want to do. <laughs> 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 here's, the BM, here's the be Here's the and test and negative, right? That's the cheers we always yeah. we should say. That's right. Um yeah, it's just I know it that's that's tough for you. So you watching the Royals then? Is that what you Yeah, you're I've been doing? watching the yeah. Royal
1: Royals. Um like I can't I don't really want to watch anybody in my division right now. Mm-hmm. Cuz right now it doesn't make sense. So I might as well root for my son's team. Yeah. Rather than I've I've got to watch baseball. Who's I,
0: leading the division in your division right now, do you Cubs? know?
1: Cubs went, Cubs. Cubs went on a tear for a while. Although, gosh, I don't know what the records are. What is that? I don't know.
0: It's probably my phone.
1: Um, actually, I want to look at. I want to look at the standings because Cincinnati.
0: I did. I was looking at it earlier, but my brain.
1: I was looking at the power rankings the other day, mm-hmm. or like pitcher power rankings. All right. So and
0: here, <clears throat> do you want to give it to you? Sure. National League. Ooh, the Cubs are on a f- on fire, ten and three. Yeah, Milwaukee six and seven, Cincinnati seven and nine. Not mm. not bad. St. Louis hasn't played any games yet at two and three. But
1: they're still not last. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not.
0: They're hanging in there by the thread. Man, Pittsburgh is god awful. They oh, are. They got some problems. They are. They got problems. They're not good. They they're... don't keep
1: any of their great players, uh, especially like no their pitchers. pitchers. <laughs> they they sh- no they sell off their pitchers. Yeah. They had some great pitchers for a while. And then Garrett Cole was off. there. Garrett they Cole was there. They were a scary team like five years ago. A really scary team.
0: They even picked up uh, the kid that used to pitch in Tampa, who was Archer. Really, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, they they had the right pieces. They just.
1: I don't know what they did. They're not good. Josh Bell is a beast. And he was surrounded at the time. Like Andrew McCutcheon is yeah, so good. Sterling
0: Marte, they got rid of him um, too. When
1: Garrett Cole was on there. You're right. Like that was a. They were good. Scary good team. Yeah.
0: And they just didn't.
1: But I was good. watching, I was looking at the, like the pitching power rankings mm-hmm. and like how many Cincinnati starters were on there? Oh yeah. Got me. I was like, wait a second. How did they, when did they do that? Mm-hmm. And of course they've just been picking up great starter after great starter. It's Sonny Gray, mm-hmm. Trevor Bauer. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the third one that was on that list, but I was like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They're mm-hmm. all there.
0: Yeah, they've got some great. Oh, Castillo. Oh, yeah, Castillo. Oh, yeah. He's got some nasty stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Lefty. Cincinnati is going to be a good team here in about a year or so. Mm -hmm. I agree with that.
0: And they've got a young, they've got a pretty young uh, field, you know, field team, too. Mm -hmm. You know, the guys out in the field. Joey Votto, always, always been really good. Um, Is uh, Nick? Castellanos. Castellanos.
1: Castellanos. Is he there? I think that, I think he's there. Is he?
0: Mhm. And they got Suarez. They got a bunch of guys there up the middle that are really solid.
1: They have a player who I think probably should be considered one of the top five best players in the league and should have should be there for like fifteen years or whatever. Okay. But because he's been on Cincinnati, it's just he's just at the wrong team. Like Joey Votto. Oh, yeah. Is a great, great ball ball player.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A great guy in general, like does a lot for the fans. Sure. But because he's in Cincinnati, he's like a guy that always gets overlooked. Yeah. Um He's been in a couple of M V P content like yeah. conversations. He's had some great years. He's had some great years. He's been an all star. But he's for never a lot seen time, success. A lot of times. Like probably a handful of times he's been an yeah. all star. But like I don't know if he's ever played a playoff game.
0: Mm. Yeah, well, Cincinnati's not good. I don't
1: know the last time Cincinnati was <laughs> Cincinnati was in the playoffs.
0: It's it's been a while. I bet I think he was in one when they were when they were young. I don't know. You're right. It could be. I don't know that stat. They don't really. Follow I don't have the, the energy Reds. to
1: look it up either. <laughs> it's been a while. They have a better chance of making it than the Cardinals they, right now. Right now, I don't right, know that one for right. sure. <laughs> yeah, Votto's
0: a great player, and. um but here, let's look at this though, because <clears throat> remember we said at the beginning of the year that the Royals could do anything, and right they're kind of right in it right now. Detroit's lead. Detroit is leading it at nine and five, which is crazy. That Detroit is the leader in the in the clubhouse. Minnesota and Cleveland both at ten and six, ten and seven, eight and nine with Chicago and the Royals at seven and ten. I mean, I mean the Royals aren't tight. far.
1: That's packed tight. I mean, games back, three and a half games back of. Detroit? Uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah, Detroit. The Tigers are at the top. They're they're halfway to their projected total. Who are they playing tomorrow? (laughs) I think they're only projected at like 21 and a half or something. (laughs) So they're almost there. Yeah. I don't know who we play tomorrow.
1: Well, and what you just did to Minnesota, who is considered one of the better teams in the league. I mean, look at the teams that are winning right now. Like With all the Dodgers power, Colorado's beating them.
0: Oh, yeah. Oakland is on fire. They've won nine in a row. I don't, really, I don't even think anybody's talking about that.
1: With all of Houston's power and Texas power, Oakland's killing it.
0: Uh, Houston's in trouble.
1: Houston is in trouble. <laughs> what? Houston has a problem. Has a big problem.
0: They got a big problem.
1: <laughs> and without being pegged that much too. Well, mm-hmm. that's no, what
0: you get when you cheat. You get exposed. There's a bunch of cheaters. Yeah, they got. There's this like a uh, Twitter account that's like the Astro Shame Tour. <laughs> this guy created this account and he just he just wants to shame like every play that they make that's bad because they cheated I think he's a Dodgers guy I think but anyways um,
1: Dodgers fans have a little he, bit of a right to be bitter about he that.
0: is wearing out Altuve like <laughs> <laughs> I had an amazing clip and it is hilarious which
1: stinks because I I like Altuve a lot at yeah. least at least I, I I did I thought he
0: was a good player
1: I still do He's not performing well
0: <laughs> on the statistically. Right. He's batting like one seventy five
1: without that trash can. <laughs> can't
0: hear
1: oh, those. No. Can't
0: hear those fastballs coming, man.
1: That ding. ding, ding.
0: <laughs> gets him, buckles him every time.
1: It stinks because I would often tell my my son is 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 shorter, mm-hmm. and he's always worried that like you know all these other kids are bigger and stronger, and so I would pull up a picture between him and uh, Aaron Judge because oh, Aaron yeah. Judge would be standing on second. <laughs> And here's, here's Altuve He's looking and I at said, his belt. I said, Look at these two players. Which one is the MVP of the league? Mm-hmm. And he would go, Aaron Judge. And I was like, No, it's that guy, Jose right. Altuve. That's the guy that hits better, runs better, is a better defender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's I don't super- have the heart to tell him what's going on now. <laughs> <laughs> I need him to believe that Jose Altuve. <laughs> You're like,
0: son, if you can know that every fastball is coming, you can bat three right. seventy. And hit 30 dingers. That's what you can do.
1: That's what you know. Hey, how's Jose, Jose Altuve now? Son, it doesn't matter. Yeah. What matters is what he was to you. It's like Harvey Dent.
0: Yeah, it'd be like, do you think Alex Gordon is a good at bat? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Actually, actually I guess he said, it for like, the average when's Alex Gordon going to
1: retire? <laughs> so, soon, Probably after soon. Altuve
0: does. Because Altube's in a, on a track record on a track for um
1: not oh, doing well. You know maybe he part, turns it around. But part of me thinks I wonder if if it's like a It's a mental thing.
0: Like he's a making, like, he's making fielding errors. That's but that's think a about bad it, look. like
1: all this stuff has come to light. Maybe it's like a, a regretful thing. I I want to believe the best out of somebody. Maybe he's like, I'm not I'm not my heart's <clears> not <throat> in it because of what happened. <clears throat> I should not have participated in that. Mm-hmm. And now Remorse, he's, like a remorseful. Yeah, feeling like an unconscious thing? remorse yips.
0: Mm-hmm. Ooh. He's just lucky that there's no fans.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, have you met Houston fans? They're no, still uh, opposing fans.
0: True. Traveling. True. You know? Um, I think the whole team is like, "Whoo, we snuck by. But it's just gonna get worse next
1: year. But I don't know. As long as we can sit in the stands and watch it. Mm-hmm. And the Cardinals can play. <laughs> I'll be fine.
0: Well, the Just countdown begins. The countdown begins. So we'll see.
1: You know, who knows? Nobody. Not nobody I. knows. Not nobody I, knows. Not nobody I knows.
0: Rob for sure doesn't know. So
1: no, he's a hundred percent sure that the Cardinals are coming back and will be a contending franchise. So or something. I I don't remember <clears throat> the exact words, but. We're yeah. tagging him, Rob Manfred. You yeah. said it. Yeah. Here's to you, Rob. Here's another
0: terrible decision you decided to make. Um, but anyway, so I saw this interesting tweet today because you know how we've been back and forth on the Chiefs and the Broncos. Correct. Just, just I got some other forth. stuff to bring
1: up about that. By I know.
0: Okay. Just back and forth about you know how the draft was so great for you guys and you really improved and you didn't think we got any better. And so there was this article or this little st- stat sheet. And it had basically like our projected starters and your projected starters, and they're 40 times. Yeah. And because I'm thinking, Chiefs, we're fast. We're lightning fast. We're. You probably th- we're assumed the, that you had to be faster. We're the Legion of Zoom, right? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So how do how the rest of the teams stack up? Okay. It's
1: close. It's a tight race here. It's not just tight, it's 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 even. neck and neck. It's even.
0: Yeah. It's nose for nose here.
1: So Which you, I'm proud of you for after looking at that, still bringing it up. Because yeah. you could have been saying, I'm not sharing that with Seth. I don't need him to see how even even keeled they could be on one factor. Right.
0: Well props it's, to you. Hey, I like stats. And I think they're fair. I think they can definitely they show tell a story. Right. Right. And that's what we're here. We've we're talked telling about stories. telling stories before. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're here. But anyways, what I'm what I want to say is Locke's gonna beat Mahomes in the in the forty. In the 40. Yards. Yeah, in the forty. <laughs> Mahomes got to get it cleaned up a little bit. But I mean, overall impressive. So basically, the average out of all the offensive starters and on both sides is four and a half yeah. seconds on a forty time. When you factor in the that running is, backs,
1: receivers, tight ends, and quarterbacks, right? We yeah. both average four and a half.
0: That's fast. Those
1: are some fast teams. Did you? Uh, they're probably not stacked up against other teams in the division, right?
0: I didn't see. I didn't see that st- I bet you. I bet we could get that information.
1: I'd like to. I'd like to find that out. Mm-hmm. Like, we're fast. Are we as fast or faster? I would assume right. faster.
0: I would have assumed faster, even if it was by a click. Dude, you know,
1: it's so fast.
0: That's fast. Those guys are getting it. Yeah. Uh, this uh Clyde is gonna be. There's people talking to him in, in terms of fantasy taking him in the first round.
1: Well, with Damien Williams opting out, why not? I He's mean, gonna get the reps.
0: Yeah, first round seems high. I don't know in a fantasy really? draft.
1: Well, I, depends you know, on, depends on your point system. Yeah, points per rush, points per. Sure. For would re- you take him reception? one overall?
0: No. Ooh. Okay.
1: <laughs> so
0: where would you where would you say we should if I were dra- drafting? If I were drafting,
1: so I hate drafting. I I loved like the four to seven range. Okay. Because, especially if you're in a snake draft, mm-hmm. you're not too far away. You
0: On know, either If you get a side. one, then you got right. so long to wait until you But you, you get draft two again. back-to-back, though.
1: If you're 12, you get two back-to-back, but you're also not getting some of the top ends. Mm-hmm. I would say if you are 10 to 12 in a 12-league team, that's where you take him. You take him, and then you take a top wide out, and then roll around for a quarterback.
0: Mm. I think that's a great...
1: Right? Strategy. Because at that point, like, who are the top running backs in the league? They're probably gone. Saquon. Saquon. You yeah, he's
0: he's gone at that point. McCaffrey.
1: He's gone. You've got Dalvin Cook. He's gonna be gone. Then you're looking at your your Dallas Henrys. No, you, your, you got Derrick Henry. You got Derrick uh, Henry. Sorry, not Dallas Henry. The kid out of uh, Dallas Henry's a guy I went to college with. What's the freaking guy? <laughs> yeah. Not him. Definitely not
0: him. <laughs> uh, Zeke. You got Zeke, Zeke. up there. Um, so I mean, maybe. Yeah. Le'Veon Bell? I mean, he might still be Like, nobody's taking quarterbacks. Well,
1: Patrick Mahomes will be gone.
0: Yeah. Mahomes might go number one And Lamar Jackson.
1: Yeah. Like, those are the two quarterbacks that will be gone. Sure. I can't imagine anybody overlooking some of the top wideouts and top running backs for, like, a Drew Brees or an Aaron Rodgers at this point. No. Right?
0: No. Brees and uh, Rodgers probably, Mm,
1: like, third-round
0: guys? Kyle Murray on... Mm, I'm not. I don't know if I go. Nah, no,
1: no, right. Give me some history. You have those two running backs. Mm-hmm. Then you have running backs,
0: and wideouts. Mm-hmm. Okay, you got like Michael Thomas. You're like Mike Evans. You're gonna have those guys up there. Right. Yeah. So
1: if you're in the 12th spot, yeah, that's probably a good pick. And you're about to turn around somebody else. Eh, 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 I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Mm-mm. It's a bold
0: strategy. Cotton. It's kind of like what the Chiefs did in this year's draft. They got to the end and they're like.
1: Number one running back, we'll take him. Right. Okay. Take the best player on the board. Sure. If you believe he's the best player on the board, take him. He's gonna get the reps. Right now, he's gonna get the reps. The, We're gonna score a bunch. They're gonna score through the air, so mm-hmm. the lane's gonna be open from yeah. time to time. Well, he's a great uh uh pass catching back, too. So No, I mean rookie it, season you know, is the only we throw thing a like, lot of passes here. He's not in maybe Kent used City. to the NFL pace, but maybe by game five or six, he's picked up. I don't know. I think it's a good pick. I think he hits the ground running. Well, yes, that's what his job is. (laughs) He's just going to run, run, run.
0: (laughs) Great, great comeback there, Seth. Hey, thank you. Mm -hmm. But I I think he does. I mean, I think he's just going to – I don't think there's going to be, you know, this rookie kind of delay. That's optimistic. Seems like a mature kid, and he's going to – I mean, the, I, the, the one, reps are going to be there, and the one expectation to that is
1: uh, Kareem Hunt, mm. his rookie season. Who was he backing up? He wasn't backing up. Um, this was w- this was after Jamal. Yeah, Jamal was wasn't there. Uh-huh. Who was in between Jamal and Kareem Hunt? I feel like there was somebody there, and Kareem took it over after a, f- a couple weeks. Uh, Kareem
0: came right out the gate, so he was the rookie mm-hmm. that got the
1: carries oh, from the yeah. get go. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Similar yeah. to that. There was no, I, there was nobody else, right? No, no. They, they brought in Willis. McG- we brought in Damian Williams after they. No, after who was the Bills running back that you brought in? Not not McCoy. Oh, uh, um, yeah. Oh gosh, dang it! Um, was like, that the Broncos? Who brought in Willis McGahey? I think that was the Broncos. Never mind. It might be confusing. No, 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 but, but we uh, we brought in. You brought in somebody else to supplement mm-hmm. Kareem Hunt.
0: I don't know. He wasn't that good
1: feels Like right now, I know more about the Chiefs than you.
0: No, I just can't think of the guy's name.
1: Correct, it's knowledge, and
0: you have the it's computer, you should be looking it up.
1: I don't need to look it up, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but he's but he, I, but this kid's gonna be like that. He's just, I feel like this is uh, he's gonna come right out and just not, 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 not uh, so but he's gonna hold the expectation. He's not
1: gonna come out and be like a probably a 2,000 yard rusher his no. first season, but he's gonna be. He's going to
0: hold the expectation of what we...
1: Yeah. He's going to be somebody that has to be looked out for.
0: Absolutely. Right. Oh, absolutely. And you know Andy just... He's going to love what kind of creative things they can do.
1: That was a feature they didn't have last year. I mean, Williams was good. Mm -hmm. But he's not, like, top-tier talent. Oh, no. And... Unless he wants to be on the show, and that's and in that case, he's the best running back yeah. I've ever. He's seen. He's a great
0: guy. We like him. He's a friend of the show. But <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can say that about anybody.
0: But uh, Damien Williams was Which all about. thanks to
1: John Elway, friend of the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was Damian Williams was all about sample size. He operated in small samples. the The long term sample was not as good to him as like let's say like you needed three or four games out of him, then he could really shine when you when you ask him to do we need you for an entire
1: season to be the league guy that's no. not where he, and where he excels where he did shine was the super bowl sure. i still stand by it he should have been more of an mvp candidate than patrick mahomes at that point cuz he he carried a lot
0: he he made a lot of great plays
1: when they needed it but they all did and pat i mean pat or, did pat did too yeah pat and, did in the in the last 10 minutes more than he did the rest of the, the game the whole yeah yeah. Damien Williams did the entire game. Mm-hmm. He kept him in it.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with that. Um, I think it's just when you're making Pat the the franchise, like the league franchise, right. like,
1: okay. It's so hard to give the ball now, to Now you're stumbling. Williams. So we're going to move on. I'm not stumbling. We're going to go towards another stat thing that I want to bring up because for the next, uh, I think it's 10 weeks, maybe until we play finally in October. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. We're
0: one month away from from actual football, from and then actual, I think right. we
1: play mid-October Week for the first time. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. Whatever. Like that. Yeah. Until then, I have to find a way to kind of justify my stance okay. on the fact that we could win one mm-hmm. out of the two. Okay. All right. Is so this I looked, your first justification? This is number one. Okay. Yes. And it's not justification because I comes, have no idea we're doing this. I'm comes, excited. It comes with the context that you guys are the Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes, the year before, was the league MVP, mm-hmm. the best talent in the league. Okay. It comes with all of that. All mm-hmm. right. But there's always hope any given Sunday. And for a guy whose team has not been great for the past five years, I have to look towards the future. And sometimes you look towards stats to assist with that. Okay. Okay. All right. Bring so, it on. Pat Mahomes, mm-hmm. what do you think his record is in the regular season against playoff teams? Against playoff teams. How many games
0: has there been? let me give me that number, and then I'll make a a. In a 2018,
1: guess. there were six. Okay. In 2019, five.
0: Okay, so 11 total. 11 total. I would say... Um, we've only lost, at those two years, we've lost, how many games? Okay, so, I'd say five and six, probably. Or six and five. I'll say six and five. Six and five? Yeah. Winning record? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we lost two games the year before, or three, I guess, if you want to count the playoff game, and then, uh, and then we lost, what, how many games last year? Four
1: games? Yeah. And then
0: we won the whole damn thing. And I think all the losses were to teams um, that were in. This, I have to you know.
1: I have to change one of this because I forgot that last year so Matt Moore played two of the games, right against playoff teams. Yeah. So Lee last Bay. year, so sorry, instead of eleven, it's actually nine. Okay. Um, overlooked that part. So last year he was one and two. Okay. Against playoff teams in the regular season. Oh, yeah. Playoffs are completely different. Sure. All right? Mm -hmm. The year before that, he was 2-4. and -hmm. So he has a losing record against playoff teams in the regular season. Mm -hmm. Great record against teams that are... Not good. Decent to not good. Yeah. Or didn't make the playoffs. Didn't make the playoffs. Now, I don't have a sample size really for Locke. Mm -hmm. He's played two games against playoff teams. One against a team that you lost to, Mm -hmm. the Texans. And then one against the Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. So it's not like that's comparable. But what's his record? Four and one. No, no. In those two games, one and one.
0: Oh, okay. He split against playoff teams. Okay. One so in one, one
1: in Kansas City with the snow. Yeah. I say with the snow. In all, all in all, reality, he probably would have lost that game anyway. But I like adding in the snow because it's a different kind of situation, mm-hmm. a, a new one for him. And then one against. But the they team. live in Denver. And then one against the Texans.
0: (laughs) Like, I think Denver is, like, very tropical this time of the year. No, like, in those games,
1: of course, it's not all on Pat Mm -hmm. Mahomes. He still threw probably, like, three touchdowns each game or whatever. Sure. All I'm saying is if Denver Denver is trending up Uh and becoming a playoff caliber team. Right. Which I think they are because the AFC is quite weak. Yeah, overall. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's out of the realm to think that they could make the playoffs this year. No. Right? Right. So given that record and that Denver's trending up, there's a lot more likely chance that Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs lose to the Broncos one out of two games.
0: Okay. I mean, I know that's been your stance the whole time. I had some
1: time on my hands. (laughs) That's really where this came from. And of course, yes, it's it, yeah. it is mine. But he's got a map guys, over here. He's got like is- all
0: these points connected, <laughs> drawn lines everywhere. He's like, hey, if if the if the wind blows thirty miles per hour, and there's the train going this way, and he's got this this algorithm, and
1: I live in enemy occupied territory, <laughs> and I have to have a strategy to yeah. defend my points.
0: Well, and I'm gonna hold my position.
1: Well, of course you are. Yeah. You're a Chiefs fan with your. <laughs>
0: I think I think it's going to be very difficult with in this environment for other teams. Now, you know, we're kind of looking into a crystal ball here and saying that everything's going to
1: be, yeah, a okay. We're assuming this is a regular,
0: right, like not like, twenty
1: twenty season, right?
0: And based on that information, with the amount of players we've returned, I just think it's going to be difficult for the other teams to keep pace with that. Not not to say that you can't compete. I'm not saying that. I think they're definitely going to compete. I just – and maybe they lose. And if that happens, I'll eat the crow. Yeah, you but, will. Yes, you will. But I just think it's going to be difficult um, for the other teams to really, really uh, – For I guess I should – maybe I'm saying that backwards. I, I don't see where a lot of teams are going to really run us out. So –
1: yeah, I don't know if you're near the point of being run out. I mm-hmm. think you have too much talent. I really
0: think our 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 toughest positions uh, in the early part of the season are, is going to be the Bills. Well, I don't think the raven. I don't think the Ravens. The Ravens take a little more time to click. They don't throw it that much. So unless they can really control the game with defense, I just don't see how they can. I'm going to help your
1: us. point for a second
0: because we're going to shut down Lamar. We've done it before. We'll
1: do it again. You play and, them. Early on, right? Week three, week three, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's after the Texans. You play the Texans first, right? Yeah,
0: but I think I feel like we're in their head so much. And Bill It'd O'Brien be hard not is trash. Yeah, you know, he's so bad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you just never know what you're gonna get out of him. Besides, he's not gonna do well. That's like one consistency that you get from him. Um, that you know, with ending last season the way we just kind of demoralized them. I just don't know how they. It might be good that there's no fans in the stands. That might be good for them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you think about like these rivalries and important games where you don't have all of Arrowhead
1: just yelling at you. Like Denver Stadium's not going to be shaking no, like it does. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah like
0: I feel like that's going to have a major impact too. I want the cameraman to shake the camera just so right. I can get the effect. I mean, they're gonna be pumping sound in there, but it's not the same it's definitely and you know not it's the not the same. same no,
1: it's not you can tell so I'm watching in n h l playoffs, yeah, and uh,
0: what's that like uh um, emotionless to
1: no some no well, no, the players are still really into it, but when they go to that wide shot and they have these like tarps over the seats with this n h l logo to make it less like like there's a bunch of empty seats there, mm-hmm. yeah, you feel less emotion, mm-hmm. you know. Now I'm still I'm still into the game and I'm frustrated because they haven't won one yet um and you can tell they're getting pissed and they're in a, in it but at the same time like well they were the number 1 seed and now they haven't won a single game mm. The fans have to be a part of that.
0: Right, that's how you like get that uh,
1: rally right back. right The St. Louis fans mm-hmm. for baseball and for for hockey are a factor. Absolutely. You have to think the same exists for the Chiefs and the Broncos, for the Packers, for all these teams.
0: Well, I think you're absolutely correct. I mean, I think we can, everyone's going to agree on that. In fact, I know you're not a big golf guy, but this weekend was the PGA Championship. And I haven't really watched a bunch of golf because I just haven't really had any freaking time, really. But I sat down and watched a little bit this weekend because I wanted to really see it. And on Sunday, there's a lot of people on the leaderboard that are all kind of right at the top, right? And typically, you'll have a couple guys make a big shot, sink a big putt, and then the crowd goes crazy, and then a guy will go, uh, you know, just naturally, they just can't handle the moment. And it pushes those guys off the leaderboard. You think the game of play is affected in golf? Oh, absolutely. You can see it. Because as soon as Things you— Things are supposed to be quiet. I don't know, no, but as soon as you hear that somebody make a big shot and the— crowd around that hole erupts like okay so
1: i guess is anybody doing like their fist so, pump thing yeah so do? this
0: kid this kid that actually wanted uh morikawa right he ends up winning the thing but justin rose which is another golfer made this uh good putt he was playing ahead of him yeah so he makes the putt Woo! he walks off and then this kid hits a drive onto the green like seven foot so he's gonna have a he's gonna have an eagle putt if there's fans there the place would have gone bananas because you just saw this kid. And so the next guy gets up to the tee box and he's, you know what I mean? He's got to think, oh my God, he's going to make that putt. I have to make a better shot. So it's 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 kind of a strategy thing too because yeah you, you know if that guy hit now if, if you don't hear any crowd you don't know if this guy hit a good shot or a bad shot or if he made the putt or missed the putt does that make sense yeah yeah that makes sense that, and, that, and and that energy is the same in golf as it is in football well, and then you could I mean think about this think about this Juan Thornhill uh, intercepts Drew Locke and runs it back for a touchdown and he wants to jump in the stands and celebrate. There's nobody there. He's gonna be like, all right, woo, yay, okay, yeah, we job. did it. We did it. Good job, guys. On the sidelines, he's gonna be fired up, but th-
1: the energy of the crowd isn't gonna be there to really, yeah.
0: you know what I mean? Cause that would be and a good You big could say,
1: moment. well, this affects everybody, but no, not all crowds are the same. Mm, not all no. fan bases are the same. Not all stadiums are the same. No, oh. no. Like, Royals are, they're. I'm sorry, the Jaguars aren't really gonna feel their fans missing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I I saw a tweet from, I don't remember who it was, but they were talking like, what's it going to be like playing without any fans this year? And he's like, we should, it'll just be like when we go to the play the Jaguars. That's what, they, <laughs> that's what the player said. So it was funny. But, uh,
1: or I know it's short lived because yeah. fingers crossed, everything will be back to normal mm-hmm. by this time next year. Ho- Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think some we'll just have to endure it.
0: I think some. It sounds like some teams are going to try – they're going to try it with the fans. They're going to try limited well, like at a, at a percentage of fans. Sure. Right. Like yeah. I think
1: the Chiefs were talking maybe a quarter
0: – They're talking like 10,000 to 14,000 yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Which – hey, I've been to some Chiefs games where there's about 10 or 14,000 people there, and it's not good. <laughs> but, you know, but those those – hopefully those – Ten to fourteen thousand fans it's a that representation are there are gonna be yeah as loud as possible. At
1: least it'll help the team to to function knowing that there's people there cheering for them. And you will hear some. I mean, ten thousand people cheering is that's ten thousand people. That's ten thousand people. That's mm-hmm. a lot of people.
0: Yeah. The disadvantage with that ten thousand people is the open area, open air stadium. Like if ten thousand, fourteen thousand people were in a dome. This is gonna sound a lot louder
1: than yeah. it is in open air. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but like, think of that. Those dome stadiums aren't really known for their crowd noise in general. Like this what? Oh my god! Well, think about the two the two teams that were fighting a few years the ago. Saints. For the, the Saints plays. Oh, well, the Seahawks and the it, it, Chiefs. It'll make your brain bleed. Have you ever been? What? Into a dome NFL game?
0: No, the only dome I've ever watched
1: is I uh, watched a
0: dome game in tampa watch the rays play we were in tampa one time watched Rays play and i will say this uh baseball in a dome is the stupidest thing in the world i
1: would agree with that
0: <laughs> it, it feels like the dumbest thing on earth i get why they do it because it rains there how all many the time. times the ball hit the ceiling like <laughs> no it just sounds off it just yeah the bat crack it's like echoes it's i don't know it's very odd and you're supposed to be and, outside when you watch. A and it's like game. air conditioned. So it's not like you're, <laughs> it's like July and we're sitting there. It's like, this is comfortable. Right. Yeah. I'm
1: supposed to be kind of hot, sticky and sweaty. Yeah. While watching a ball game.
0: Yeah. That's why I'm drinking beer. Cause I'm sweating. Right. And now I was like, eh, this I, is comfortable. My beer is fine. I'm pretty
1: comfortable <laughs> here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, it was, it was one of the, it was odd, but, uh, but it was cool. I mean, it was an experience, I guess, but anyways, back to your point.
1: Which I know isn't really a point, but it's not like the Chiefs. The Chiefs are this unstoppable force. Mm-hmm. When they play good teams, there's a chance they lose. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, and I think Denver is gonna be a good team. Okay. <laughs> I
0: hey, I said okay, okay. I I.
1: I support that idea. What happens if Denver wins both games? What are you going to do?
0: It's going to be tough. It's not going to be a good look for me. (laughs) Right. I'm probably going to have to quit the podcast. (laughs) Be like, this is where I get off. This is my exit. (laughs) And we had a great run, (laughs) guys. We tried.
1: So glad that this happened. (laughs) I'm out.
0: Yeah. It's gonna feel a lot like us talking baseball with the Cardinals not playing baseball <laughs> this season. That's what it's gonna feel a lot like. I'm trying to stick with it. I know it's not easy. I'm like praying every day that they just they get a negative test so we can watch them play, and it's just a tough look.
1: Again, but, why not put a AAA team together? Get all these people that were in that clubhouse. And set them aside for two weeks until they have two weeks of quarantine Mm -hmm. tests. Like, I know you're sacrificing games at that point, and that's not what you want to do, but you're not playing games. Right. Find some free agents that have not been picked up. Mm -hmm. Pick them up. Form a team. Get them out there.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know if that's feasible. Salary cap, blah, 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 blah. That's all a jumbled mess anyway. Right now, your goal is to get a team on the field.
0: Well, there's no salary cap in baseball. So it doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, but there's money issues. Otherwise everybody's
0: already gotten their contracts. They're just like all they gotta do is yeah, for this year. if we gotta pay you more if you're gonna come up. Because there's some there's some rookie rules where they're like, if you get called up, then you get like a, uh, a salary incentive type of thing. Um that's why it's important to get called up. But oh, speaking of salary caps though, the Chiefs, this guy just keeps making deals. Uh who? Veach. What do you he, do? He today, he restructured- Sorry, um, I'm, not, I'm
1: not following Chief's newsletters or something.
0: <laughs> Alex Okafor, they they restructured his deal to get- um, To change the money up, and now we added- like oh, the front like, end or the back end? Um, I think just like in a one-year restructured deal. Hmm. Like, gave him money a little more guaranteed and then a little less. So, basically, they freed up another $2 million. Um towards the cap. So two they mil, have like, they have mil. like $15 million still for this year. So they, they're going to, they're going ma- to make a move with they another 15 free 18
1: 80- mil in the cap. Uh, no,
0: no. Yeah. Really? Yep. Huh? Yeah. Look it up.
1: It's not going to be yeah. that way. Well, in they a couple
0: they years. had 13 mil and they just added this 2 million to the cap mm-hmm. number. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, but in this year, if there's a, you know, if a guy, you know, gets released or they need to pick up a guy, um, they got a little extra spending money, you know? Because who knows what's going to happen. It's cool. Look mm. at it. Yeah. I know. It's great. Uh Brad is... Oh, wait, uh, No,
1: that was as of July 7th. I'm, I'm
0: the, uh, they call him the Davi- Davici. <laughs> <laughs> he, I like... He's, I being, do, being, I creative. Do like he's being creative. He's being creative.
1: He, well, he's done something that no chief GM has done in 50 years. So, hey... There's He's killing that. it. Yeah, I like it. This Keep move going. brings their protected total cap space in 2020 to over $14 million. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. Over 14. Okay, so. Yeah, You're trying to throw an extra million. At I him. know. I it. You know. What's Might an, as well do it now because <laughs> in a couple of years when Mahomes gets his money. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Have to which, make by some the way, why, why wouldn't you buy into the MLB team that you've just signed? And like, That's the smartest, but it seems like almost obvious move at this point. Like, that's brilliant. And I would have done it, you know? Yeah. Buy into the Royals. Yeah, why not? I'm going to be here for a decade at least. It's just more money coming in. Sure. Yeah.
0: And they're going to pay me half a billion dollars. (laughs) Why not? He can spend money on anything right now. It wouldn't even surprise me. Just the only thing I feel like the one guy who's staying busy in all this is whoever his accountant is. Yeah.
1: And he's, he's like, happy to do it. Yeah.
0: He's like, hey, buddy, just keep going. I'll, I'll work late. Don't worry I'm about dropping it. Dropping all of my clients. Yeah.
1: All of them just, just to help you out.
0: Just to make the books right here. Why wouldn't you? Oh, he's spending money left right. Heard he bought a house down in the Ozarks, like $5 million house. Why wouldn't you? Do you want to go to the lake for the weekend? Let's do it. <laughs> This
1: episode of the Rivals Podcast brought to you by Patrick Mahomes because he is because <laughs> we're at the lake.
0: All right, Pat, thanks, bro, <laughs> friend of the show, Pat. Patrick Mahomes, friend of the show.
1: He loves what we're doing here. Right, very appreciative of what oh, we're yeah. bringing to the table. That's right. <laughs> That'd be so great. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna we're gonna we're gonna um we're gonna add him add him on here.
1: <laughs> we don't say tag anymore. We're yeah. just gonna add him. Yeah,
0: add him on the show.
1: He loves it. What else? What else you got? I don't know if I had much else after that. No? All I've been doing is following the Cardinals and wondering wondering when they're going to be playing. Just sitting again. on it, huh? I refresh my phone probably every 15 minutes hoping for finally negative tests projected to play again on Friday. And then, of course, all I get is, well, because of more positive tests, the doubleheader against Detroit is now postponed and the Cardinals now have to play 55 games in 45 days. What is Rob Manfred going to do?
0: Yeah, um, like there's no there's no good. Well, it's nobody knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows.
1: Yeah, I do know that if they don't manage a way to play baseball by yeah. the end of this week, they got some hard choices to make. Yeah, what's it and do I don't to, know what you. I just do. don't
0: know what you do to the other teams that just lost out on those games too, you know? Because like, you
1: can't en- say it's it's fair for another division to have played eight more games than this division, mm-hmm. and still be on the same standing. Like, that's not fair.
0: Right. The Royals have played 12 more games than you guys. Correct. 12.
1: And we're, we have a better standing in our division. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, we played 12 more games. Right. But I just don't know where you start making up 12 you
1: games. Yeah, I would like to know how the rest of the league feels, because at this point, most of their games are only going to be seven, in it, seven innings. Right. I know. That's what I was saying before. It's like yeah, I you're, I, you're
0: getting you're getting free games out of the deal at the end of the day. Even is, though you got to crunch in a bunch of these like uh, double headers, right. you're still almost getting like a couple free games There's out of so it. So
1: many pros, so I, many cons. It's messed up. This I, whole season's messed up.
0: I know. We should have started it several months ago. That'd have been better. Yeah. We have extra time to make up. But Rob, thanks Rob. Yeah, Rob. Fuck, just didn't do well out here. <laughs> Try again. Speaking of which, here's one thing I know you're not you're not big on, but I just kind of want to get your opinion on Maybe you have an opinion. I don't know.
1: I love it when you ask my opinion on things that maybe aren't related to what yeah, we talk about. It's not. It's sports-related. It's like related. our friendship is deeper it's, because it's, you asked me those things. It's
0: sports-related. Oh. um, <laughs> I know. Do you want me to find something that's not sports-related? Sure, why not? Okay. um, But I'll, the sports-related one yeah, first. So anyway, so right now college football is like the big ticket, right? They're trying yeah. to see if we can get a college football in. Didn't Always, the Big you know, Ten just say... Nowhere out? I think they did, but then I think they were like, oh, that wasn't well-received and not... I feel like they thought, well, if we say we're done, then everybody else is going to be like, well, we're done too. And then not everybody did that. And so I think they're kind of backtracked a little bit. It's, Interesting. It's kind of the vibe I'm getting. I don't know if that's completely accurate or not, but listening, watching it on Twitter all day, it kind of felt like they came out and said, "We're we're not going to do it. And then the backlash was like, well, not everybody fell in line so yeah. uh maybe we're gonna re- we haven't decided yet we're still rethinking it yeah and i just think i just want to see what your thoughts are, that and all, all of the coaches in the conferences and a lot of the players are coming out and saying hey we want to play why wouldn't they just allow these kids to be like look if you don't want to play because you're with you, you know you feel like there's a risk you can opt out just like in the majors Look, we gave everybody a window to opt out, and then we're going to play, and and we're going to do the we're going to we're going to, you know, provide the best protocol. We're going to provide the best medical care. We're going to do all the the testing. We're going to do everything as 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 safe and as as uh, healthy as possible to try to get football on the field.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, what do you think? So.
1: I have no dog in the fight with college sports. Mm -hmm. I like watching tournaments when they happen. Um, I've had a love hate relationship with college sports because, at the end of the day, the priority is that they're a school, Mm -hmm. they're a scholastic institution. Mm -hmm. They're not a, I mean, yes, they are a business. The NCAA is a business. The NCAA is the worst business in the world. and and they're very selfish with their business. Well, they don't care
0: about the players. They care about making money. And
1: that's that's a problem. These players don't have a a union like like the NFL players or the MLB players do. They're not making money. I guess they have scholarships, and yes, they're probably making some money under the table, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, they're actually there to go to school. Mm -hmm. I think you have to consider the safety of the players more than you would in any other professional sport. Because at at the end of the day, these players, the professional sports players, MLB, NHL, NBA, whoever you want to say, they're, they're raking in a paycheck. That's their livelihood. Mm -hmm. You know, they signed a contract and yes, these kids have signed a contract too, but they're also students. Mm -hmm. They're there for two reasons, one is to get a degree, which that may might may not be their priority, but they're also there to play a sport. Mm-hmm. I think the I think you you protect the student. So, it's it sucks. It really does because yeah. college football gives so much to a lot of people, including those players who now are going to have to maybe wait another year to be drafted. Mm-hmm. All that talent's going to go wasted.
0: <sighs> then how then then how do you handle when you say okay well? I, I agree with that. We definitely need to keep the kids safe. I can't disagree more. Um,
1: can't agree more? Or
0: can't agree more. Yeah.
1: Cool, <laughs> um, cool, 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 cool.
0: But they're still going to have students on campus. And so if that's, your decision- that's determined per school. Well, right. But if your decision is to have students on campus mm-hmm. and not have sports, then you're not really protecting the kids.
1: I completely agree. But the decision to have students on campus is not made by, like, the NCAA. That's made well, but this, by the school.
0: But this decision is coming from presidents and the conferences. Hmm. And because Mark Emmert's an idiot that runs the NCAA, yeah. and he's like, I don't want to make that call. You guys can make the call. But here's the point, is a lot of people are saying, well, they're they're afraid of the liability. And I'm saying, what is the liability? Because as a... If you're talking at it from the perspective of a fan, my opinion is when you purchase a ticket, you accept that liability of whatever is going to happen today. Yeah, I ex- I sign up for it. Now, if you say, well, the liability of the player, okay, I can get on board with that too. But the player already assumes the liability that today they're playing a full physical contact sport. They could easily, and this happens often, where a kid dies from heat exhaustion or something or yeah. collapses or has a heart condition that they were unaware of or is paralyzed because they took a hit, spinal cord injury, yeah, yeah. And, and all that stuff, right? But the in those situations, they're not making the school liable because they assume that risk at, at that time. So just like this, now listen to this. So then you could also say, well... We could easily get, uh, catch the flu or get sick or whatever and be uh, very sick. And the school is not liable for that. Either. So I don't understand where people say this is a liability situation because yeah. where's the liability?
1: I'll say there's one major, well, maybe not one major, but there's a major difference that entered in my head that these players, separate from like fans, there you go. What'd you pull out that time? I just
0: took whatever I grabbed first. The Zon.
1: Zon, okay. What do you got? You're going to take the single one? No, I've had that before. She's cute. I, I just had that. Just take that. Honey, honey blonde. <laughs> um, but here's what I would say to that. Okay. Uh, I, I want to be able to word this correctly. A lot of these players, kids, in reality, they're, they're kids. They're children, yeah. And those decisions are influenced by people who have built them up and expected them to make a decision because they've promised them a particular career Mm -hmm. if they meet these requirements so these kids aren't going into and thinking I'm going to make the wisest decision for me health wise because I'll be fine they're going in like well if I don't do this because my coach wants me to do this then I'm not going to get my scholarship and then I'm not going to be in the NFL someday Like they're not, they don't have the mental capacity and nobody's coaching them along. That's why a lot of these players, when they get to the NFL, when they get to the MLB, they crash because nobody's guided them along the way. They can't make this decision properly because all they see is if I don't do this now, I won't have a future. My future is football. And without football, I've got nothing Mm. because nobody's telling them otherwise. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not the same as a fan saying I accept the liability because they're just watching a game and odds are they're our age. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit wiser than that because I've lived life <laughs> and my brain has met a maturity that mm-hmm. these kids haven't yet.
0: Right. That's well, all I'm saying. Um, I don't know. I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... My, I will say this. My experience in that level of coaching. I am not good at that. I know. you got. I have to teach you how to do that. This Please teach bad me pour. how to pour a beer. But in my experience that these institutions and these coaching staffs and these coaches, they take a certain amount of responsibility in developing young men and women. And in my experience, do they? they do a fantastic job with it.
1: Up until the point that they get paid, right? Now, I'm not assuming all coaches are bad, but a lot of them go into it thinking like, this is how I make my career. This is how I make my legacy. Some of
0: that is determined by the player, not necessarily the coach. You have to remember that. As as young as these men and women are, and they are young. Yeah. They're 18 to 22 year olds. Yeah. Right? That they are still under the care of Really talented and great-minded professionals. Not all of them. I'm not saying. I'm not saying The
1: NCAA wouldn't have all these lawsuits and stuff coming out well, for basketball. The, here's
0: the deal. I was listening to. Uh, it was Dan Orlovsky this morning. Okay. he was on the McAfee Show. Yeah. I was listening to the thing, and he said. So he does the like you know college football ESPN Saturday morning thing, uh, all through the college football season. He's done it the last several years, and he made an interesting point. He said, I. Throughout my career and journey doing this, I have met so many athletic directors and head football coaches of all these universities because when they travel, they visit all these guys. He goes, I can count on one hand how many coaches love the NCAA. He's like, and it Hmm. it might be one or two fingers, but I'll give the benefit of the doubt on one hand. And you're talking about 125 teams in the NCAA football. Yeah. And you're talking about one or two guys might appreciate what the NCAA does.
1: Yeah. That's not good numbers. No, it's not. No. It's not.
0: So I think we can all agree that the NCAA sucks, and that they're not doing well, and they're not ha- they don't have the interest of the children in, in mind. But what that what that also tells me is that the coaches are looking out for the kids.
1: And the coaches right now are saying play ball.
0: But they're For saying the under the under all of the type protocols and uh, the best medical care yeah. that they can get.
1: Yeah, and I want so, I want to say I'm like it's not like I'm against it. I'm just saying schools and coaches have an obligation different than the ones in professional sports. They have to consider it more. Closely. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I, I think we can all agree on that because it's two different beasts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, uh, I hope the kids stay safe. I hope the kids stay healthy. I hope everyone stays safe and healthy, and I hope we can just get on to sitting in the stands, (laughs) sharing beers, and having fun and watching our favorite teams compete. No doubt. Don't you think?
1: I agree. But what we do have Mm -hmm. is Boulevard.
0: We do have Boulevard. They've been a a good friend
1: of mine for for a while.
0: Absolutely. (laughs) I've done their tour several times. They're probably like, can you stop coming? (laughs) Actually, they didn't. They always say, come back again. That's what they always say. Honey is tasty. Yeah, the Zahn is delicious. Mm-hmm. I'll very try light. it later. It's very good. You'll you'll definitely appreciate it. Um, but so maybe next week when we talk, we'll have the Cardinals Cardinal playing.
1: <laughs> I'm not committing to anything at this point. Yeah, sure, maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll have a. <laughs> hey, we're really optimistic about Wednesday. We're gonna try like, to, I have to get three these things going
1: on. Going. What's gonna happen first? A Cardinals baseball game, a Blues win, or a Broncos game? <laughs> What's gonna happen first? Right now,
0: Broncos in the lead, right, probably. Right. Broncos are in the lead.
1: Blues play Wednesday against uh the Canucks. We'll see. Fingers how that goes. crossed. Fingers we'll see. crossed.
0: They might have the best shot, but Broncos in a close second, I'm gonna say. Um, but it's always great, as ever. And uh we'll see you uh next week.
1: We will. Yep. Rivals out.